Live from the headquarters of Common Sense, this is Common Sense Christianity. As always, I am your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. For those of you joining our Instagram live stream, uh, I apologize. I haven't been uploading a lot. It's Life's been really busy. Uh, but since we're going on to online school, I decided that I, I have more time now to get the podcast going more and more often. I wanted to go back to really what started the ministry, and that is talking about atheism, the atheistic beliefs to reasons or objections. One, I have a quote from Richard Dawkins in his book, The God Delusion, and he says, the truth of a holy book is an axiom, not the end product of a process of reasoning. The book is true, and if the evidence seemed to, seems to contradict it, it is the evidence that must be thrown out, not the book. And I wanted to address this really quickly. And unfortunately, in many regards, he is right in terms of the current Christian establishment. And you see this with the mainstream evangelical church all the time. Uh, if something contradicts the Bible or appears to contradict the Bible in their literal interpretation, then there must be a problem with the evidence. The scientists must be colluding against God. They must be colluding against the Bible. They must be colluding against Christianity to promote some sort of agenda. It can't be that the evidence that is right. It has to be that the evidence is twisted. So in one regard, he is right. Now with someone like me, I believe that I go completely off the evidence. But uh, in, in a general sense, he is right about Christians. He's right about the mainstream Christian church here in the United States, and it's something we have to change. I'm looking at a BBC article that says the different reasons for being an atheist. And they have a few paragraphs of reasons, one of them being most atheists would authors some, offer some of the following reasons as their uh, reason for deciding that God does not exist. Number one, it makes them more intellectual. Or Christianity, theism, etc., is non-intellectual. Many people are atheists because of the way they were brought up or educated or because they have simply adopted the beliefs of the culture in which they grew up. Some, someone raised in communist China is likely to have no belief in God because the education system and culture make being an atheist a natural thing to do. Other people are atheists because they feel that atheism is right. And of course, this is true. Same argument with any other religion. It can depend on where you were um, born. Uh, they talk about lack of evidence and all sorts of stuff. I'm going to scroll through this because obviously I'm not going to read all of it. Uh, they talk about the argument from design. The universe is such a beautiful and orderly thing that it must have been design only god could have designed it therefore since the universe exists god mustn't exist must exist an atheist might refute this by saying actually the universe the universe is not particularly beautiful and orderly and even if it was why should there be a designer and modern science shows that most of the natural things we think of as design are just products of processes evolution now you guys know i have addressed this argument several times Time and time again. And I uh, I address it quite often in pretty good detail, usually, especially in the older podcast episodes. And it always be bewilders me how people can ruin the significant, well, attempt to ruin the significance of 
uh, of the universe and life itself. Take away the the and what what would be the best word to describe it? They take away the significance of life, the absolute significance. They do this because they cannot admit that God exists or that the universe is complex in and of itself because that would show that there is a designer. I want to read this again. Uh, And even if it was, why should there be a designer? That's the quote. Who in their rational mind would say such a thing? If something is complex, there must be something equally, if not more complex, that creates the thing. You have a car, there must be a car designer. If you need your car fixed, you have a car mechanic. There is a connection, a line to be drawn when you see the end product of something. That's why... We use the teleological and cosmological argument to prove the existence of God. Because we have the end product. The question is, who started the work on the end product? Was it the Big Bang? Well, sure, that explains the natural causes of it. But then you have to explain the Big Bang. And if you say it appears from nothing, well, why would it all of a sudden appear? Number two... Uh, how did it appear? And number three, how did it get to this point? Now, people like Richard Dawkins would say, well, you would have to explain God in and of itself. Well, philosophically, no. Because if God is the end-all, be-all, then he cannot be created. He wouldn't be God. If we are explaining a creation with a creator, the creator cannot be created. Or else he's not the creator. This is simple, definitional textbook stuff. Uh, someone, uh, taking a quick detour, someone asked me, why are you going to online school? Uh, because our sh- school got shut down for two weeks. Um, so that's why. I don't want to be in online school. Uh, and scroll down, the first cause argument. Everything that happens has a cause. Therefore, the universe must have had a cause. That cause must have, had be- must have been God. Therefore, since the universe exists, God must exist in order to have caused it. So they list Christian arguments and then list the atheist response. An atheist might respond by asking what caused God and what caused the God of God and so on. The argument may perceive that if God did not need a cause, then maybe the universe didn't need a cause either. If God was already perfect before he created the universe, why did he create it? How did it benefit him? Why would he bother? And if the universe was caused, perhaps something other than God caused it. Really, 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 really. I mean, the the intellectual stupidity of this absolutely blows my mind every single time. We have addressed this time and time again. But I have to because as we expand, as we get new listeners, I have to explain this to simpletons because that's what they are. Addressing the first one, uh, well, we already addressed what created God because God was never created. If God was already perfect before he created the universe, then why did he create it? I don't know. That's irrelevant to the conversation. How did it benefit him? Why did he bother? Uh, Again, it's irrelevant. There are certain questions when you have a debate or a discussion with someone that you just don't ask. These are irrelevant questions. 
if I were to ask you the question, it, assuming that this was a few weeks before the election, who do you think would win Joe Biden or Donald Trump? You wouldn't input the fact that they are running because that is an obvious one. The universe is already here. The question is not why was it created? It was how it came to be. That is the question that you are faced with, you, the audience, if you're undecided in the matter. If it was a presidential election, you would decide who do I want to win or who do, you, who do I think will benefit it more? Not why did Joe Biden run? Why did Donald Trump run? Because that is irrelevant to the question itself. So I do not get the, the reasoning behind this argument. Moves on to the uh, problem of evil. The existence of evil seems inconsistent with the existence of God, who is wholly good and can do anything. The argument goes like this. Most religious religions say that God is completely good, knows everything, and is all-powerful. But the world is full of wickedness and bad things keep happening. This can only happen if, number one, God is unwilling to prevent evil, in which case he is not good. Or God doesn't know about evil, in which case he does not know everything. Or God can't prevent evil, in which he is not all-powerful, or some combination of the above. And there is no being that is completely good, knows everything, and is all-powerful. And so there is no God. So in Christian Anarchy Today, which the, I believe this episode will be either coming out today or next week. Uh, it is, we talk about what is the greatest attribute of God. And we we eventually settled on, on in this episode. Well, it'll be coming out next Friday, I remember now. That freedom is the greatest thing God has given us. Freedom. Now, God is not unwilling to prevent evil, but it would be immoral for him to do so in and of itself. When God created man, he created us with an innate ability to make choices. Sean McCraney made this episode that he got a lot of flashback for uh, a couple weeks ago, I believe, called We Get what we want and that title in and of itself is all already causes problems within the minds of many individuals but if you really dig down into why sean said that he's a hundred percent correct we are born into certain circumstances but we depending on our mentality decide our future we decide what uh, right here and right now, how we're going to affect the future. So let's relate this back to God and evil. If he created humankind and we decided to eat of the tree of the, the knowledge of good and evil, whose fault is that? God said, don't do this, but yet we did it anyway. We got what we wanted. And yet today, God offers us a solution to the problem and yet and still, we get what we want. If you are condemned to hell because of your sin, who did the sinning? God didn't make you sin. You made yourself sin. You are the ultimate decider of your choices, of your actions. So why blame God for it? Do you understand how irritating it is to listen to the circular logic 
of argumentation. For the most reasonable people in the world, at least they claim to be, they are very stupid in their thinking because they do not understand the philosophical basis for what the Bible and what God, Yahweh, is built upon. And it continues down these lines. Uh, they go over a lot of talking points, and I will not get into them. Because I think it is unnecessary. You get my point. Atheism is just a cop-out of any intellectual thinking. Atheism explains nothing. Atheism uh, is not beneficial in any kind of intellectual way. Atheism provides more questions and answers, and they are unnecessary questions because we already have reasonable answers to many of the questions that atheism opens. And it defies logic, pure common sense, that any person would likely have or use. It causes a contradiction in, within the mind. And that's what I leave you with here today, ladies and gentlemen. It is very saddening to hear that people actually still fall for this stuff. And it's why we do this ministry. It's why we continue to fight for the truth in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. We will see you here Wednesday here on Common Sense Christianity.